0: What's up, guys? I hope you're enjoying the show. And before we get to today's episode, I'd like to introduce you to the website that I've been using to record podcasts. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. All right, let's get to the show. What up guys? we need what a little,
1: up? We need a little more juice than that, baby. Yeah, boy. yeah, I know. I was. <laughs>
2: oh, get a juice in for me, Ziggy. Bring the energy. Give me all the flair.
0: What up, guys, and welcome to episode 16 of the Brave Birds Pod. I'm your horse, Zach, of course, and everybody's here tonight.
2: Only oh, he took us 16 tries to get that intro down. <laughs> all right. We, we don't have
0: yet. Yeah. We can't right Man, now. there's a lockout. We can't have it. There's the yet. lockout, which will get over in a bit. But
3: but this is all a big brain, so. play.
0: Let's big go brain ahead. play. Let's go ahead and move on to. Atlanta sports for this week. I we don't really have much. Only the Hawks and Falcons have any news. Um, so let's start off with a good team. Hawks doing all right. They're thirteen and twelve, above five hundred still. Sad. I love
1: how our sta- wait. I'm sorry for interrupting you, but I love how our standard for good team is a one win above five hundred. Sometimes that's all you need.
3: Sorry, Zach. Continue.
0: That's also Atlanta sports for you.
3: Hey, that's what the uh, Braves were. That's what
0: I
1: was. This is true.
2: I was literally making that innuendo.
1: Were you alluding, or were you making an innuendo? I feel like an innuendo has a different meaning than what you're thinking of. I feel like if you get into the
2: technicalities, I'm going to put you in a lockout.
1: You couldn't stand being in a lockout away from me, Artie. You'd explode. Don't,
2: Artie. Do not test me, child. Go on, Ziggy. All
0: right, the Hawks. 13-12. Thirteen and twelve, doing still good over five hundred, but sadly we moved down to tenth in the East. Um, not much news. I mean, since the last time we talked, they were our tech, they are two and two. They won two, lost two in the last week. Um, beat the Timberwolves last last night, Monday night, and we broke our franchise record of made threes, and we set it to twenty five. So let's hope we can carry that game into. Friday when we play the Nets, because I know at the end of the season, last season, I would have rather, I was more scared of the Nets than anybody else. Then again, they don't have Kyrie anymore, so I can deal with that.
1: Yeah, I, I think you still have to deal with uh, Kevin Durant, probably one of the, if not, he, his top three player in the league still. Yeah. So I think that's always going to be, they. they have a lot of, pieces on the Nets. I don't really know how great they all play together. And it seems like they haven't had their entire would-be starting line on the court at the same time at all this whole season.
0: True. But so I think we can do it because we're at home too. So it's going to be a good game. Bogdanovich still out with his ankle sprain probably another week or so. Um, Cam Reddish will be back hopefully for the Nets game. He was out with a wrist injury and he was on uh, – also was sick, but apparently he's feeling a lot better from his sickness. So yeah. that's good. But, dude, um, what's his name? One of our new guys that we picked up. He he's uh, his name is Timothy, like Luawu Carabero. Oh,
2: oh, I was just about to say Zach. I'll pay you money to try and pronounce it, please, please. <laughs> well, it's, no, it's
0: difficult. We we looked it up last night of how to pronounce it. So I know his last his last name is pronounced Kip Ka- Cabarro. Yeah, it's Luauu Kabaro. Well, yeah, but he yeah. did so well last night. Our first 12 points were all threes, and he had two of them. You know he went 7 for
2: 14, Zach, on the game? Yeah, and I think six of those were threes. No, Zach, he went 7 for 14 from the three-point
0: line. Oh, I, I thought you said total, like, all out of all of his shots. Yeah, dude, he went 50% on threes. That's so good. But he took uh bo he's in place of bogey until he gets back. And he's been showing up pretty well. Hey, that's a great that's gonna be a great bench player once Bogey gets back. Trey Young is number one in points and assists so far this year. Dang, that's impressive. He is also number five in points per game with twenty six point three points per game averaging that's crazy yeah but going back to the points i didn't mention he has 657 total points and 247 assists so trey young get up there dude keep it up but anyways that's all i got for the hawks not too much let's move on to the uh the shitty team of the atlanta and the falcons
3: Hey, we're not that bad. We just suck.
0: Hey, we're better than last year. We've already won more games than last year.
3: <laughs> That's not saying much. Sure, we're better by than one the Lions.
0: By one win. <laughs> we're better than the Lions, probably. Anyways, we lost to the Bucks this weekend. Everyone sucks on our offense except Cordero Patterson. He's actually good. Um, he had, he had a huge run. What? Go on. Go on. Go on. He had a huge run for like 40 yards, broke like three tackles on his way at the beginning of the game, and so he got it in the red zone for, sadly, uh, Mike, Mike Davis, Davis to touchdown. take the touchdown. <laughs> Zach, I would like you to kindly
2: remember the one person saving my fantasy team because of his consistency, which is young Koo. Before you say everybody on our offense. He
3: said offense. Offense. Young Way Q is on Um, the special teams.
2: He still scores points offensively.
3: Is he on the offense? That's subject to interpretation. But go on. On the depth chart, he's listed as special
1: teams, so it's not necessarily subject. You're right. He's special forces. Go on, Ziggy.
3: He's the one person saving Will's five and eight fantasy teams.
2: (laughs) Dude, he's like four of those wins, but let's go on.
0: Um, defense did all right, but because our offense can't score, defense is on the field all the time. Um, we had a great pick six; it was beautiful mm-hmm. on Tom Brady. Which just a pick six on Tom Brady is just a a goal in itself. But we're still in the playoff hunt because Minnesota also lost, so we're both five and seven, and we're the next next team up in the wild card. So. Hopefully we can beat this Panthers on Sunday, which Artie and I will be at. So that'll be fun. Yeah. But anyways, that's all I got for Falcons. Y'all got anything?
1: No, I'm just excited for the game we're about to go see. And it's the first game I'll be rooting against the Falcons. Cam Newton.
3: Cam Newton's not going to be
0: playing, so.
3: Yes, he is. He's projected starter right now.
0: Yeah, Cam Newton's starting. Idiot, check facts, bitch. I can't wait for him to get pulled in, in the second quarter.
2: Stop it! No, stop talking, Ziggy. I'm sorry. That's rude. It's not in the holiday spirit. You call me an idiot, I will slap you in the face I'm when not, I
0: come home with a lump of coal. I am not calling you an idiot. I just want Artie to cheer for the Falcons, so no, I need Cam Newt to no. get pulled so exactly. he can cheer for exactly. his whole I'm team and the
3: podcast that he roots for. Does exactly. anyone think I, that Will's an angry exactly. elf?
0: Zach,
2: I was coming to your defense. Where is is a
3: Polo? No, <laughs> Zach. Um,
0: MLB is in a lockout right now. The Players Association and MLB aren't agreed on terms for, um, like pay and stuff. I think I think it's pay.
3: Pay um, for minor leaguers is a big issue that's being talked about.
0: Yep, yeah, and oh, that's a hor-
1: That's a huge problem because there's been stories of plenty of minor league players who will get shifted around in the systems.
3: They don't make enough money to cover their hotel rooms. Right.
1: They don't have enough money to cover their hotel rooms or continuously move and find new places to rent all kinds of different things. Like it's just not good. That needs to be addressed. I. I anytime you see somebody getting $150, 300000000 million for one person, that could fund half of a minor league team.
3: That could fund more than a minor league team if they're making a hundred million. Exactly. Yeah, and ten million could fund a minor league team for better housing easily. Oh yeah, for sure.
0: And I know another thing is like, basically like the rookies like Acuna is on a ten year one hundred or uh, what is it? Acuna is like on a ten year like one hundred million dollar.
3: Like a hundred and ten, yeah. And Albie's deal. is on essentially the same thing for like seventy million. Yeah. If not less.
0: For 10 years, so from when he was what? He signed when he was 23, 22. Mm -hmm. So until he's 23, he's only going to be... Or 33, he's only going to be making $100 I know there are like... A lot of them want to be able to renegotiate. Because Albies is one of... Or Acuna is one of the best players in the league. Like, what if he wants to be able to renegotiate that? And stuff. So he can make a little bit more.
2: So look, can I just ask... Do we know what the lockout consists of? Because uh, I don't.
3: That's what we were that's just, we're just explaining.
2: Okay, got it. So it is just covering minor leagues and contract mm-hmm. negotiations? It's as simple as that?
0: Yes. Okay, that is, yes, got that it. is correct. So yeah, lockout's still going. It could go into um, spring training. They don't think it'll go into affect the 2022 season, but they do think it might affect this spring training. But... Luckily it just started, so it's even more time for them to uh negotiate stuff out so it doesn't affect much. But when we hear more about that, we'll let you know. But that's all I know about the lockout to NBA. Just some cool cool stats that I read this up on this weekend and saw Warriors into the Suns 18 game win streak. But dang the Suns are just back in form from what they ended last year. Just killing it. And then the Warriors, oh, Steph Curry back. Clay Thompson going to be back soon. Those teams are going to be scarier than they are already. Grizzlies beat the Thunder 152 to 79. That's a, like what? What kind of you – know, yeah. that's, that's a basketball game?
3: That's the <laughs> biggest uh, no gap I've ever – or the biggest gap in NBA history.
0: Yeah. So the Thunder now own the worst road deficit record, like uh, getting beat by 70-something points and the worst home deficit. <laughs> so Thunder, Thunder have uh, some bad, uh, bad records they don't want to hold.
1: CJ McCollum has a collapsed right lung. Oh shit! Who's
0: that? Oh snap! It's
2: a player for the Portland Trailblazers.
0: Yeah. Ooh.
2: He's like he. So do you know Damian Lillard? Yeah. Zach. Yeah. He's he's, he's Damian Lillard's right hand man.
0: Oh no, that's not good. I will. Otherwise, that's all I got for NBA. Uh right. Let's go on to basketball.
3: Okay, so new ranking is out for men's basketball, and I'm just going to go over the top five teams, and then I'll highlight some teams here and there. But top five as of this week is Purdue at number one, Baylor at number two, Duke falls to number three, UCLA number four, and Gonzaga falls to number five. Outside of that, big teams that made a jump where Alabama moved up seven spots to number nine after they beat Duke, really big win for them. And then just two of our teams, uh, Auburn is number eighteen and Ohio State is number twenty-one. So the big games that I saw this week was number fourteen, Florida loses to Texas, Southern, and Oklahoma. So they're likely about to fall out, or they they, they fell out of uh, they're about to fall out of the top twenty-five after that second loss. Memphis, number eighteen, loses to Ole Miss. Number sixteen, Alabama, beats Gonzaga. Uh, Duke, I misspoke earlier. Duke, number one, were number one, lost to Ohio State. So there you go, Artie. And yeah, go Buckeyes. Nice. And BYU, who was number 12, lost to Utah Valley University. So that's a very impressive game. Um, we love to see it. Anyways, so we have, I think each team has like three or four more games before we get to conference play, and we really start playing – in-conference serious games, but I mean, seasons, men's basketball is so fun to watch. It shows any team can truly beat any team. I mean, number one, Duke just lost to Ohio State, and number three, Gonzaga, who was best going into the season, lost to Alabama. So we're in for a lot of fun in the weeks to come. I
0: was going to say, Gonzaga's so already lost, what, it, two or three it's games? Just...
3: Gonzaga has two losses. Uh... One to Duke and
0: one
1: to— Villanova has yeah. two losses. Michigan State has two losses. Yeah, oh, Duke— oh!
2: speaking of michigan state that's my new team i'm i'm playing both sides of the msu coin here i'm going mm. green and i'm going maroon and white
1: okay well, right. i'm gonna i'm gonna stay with the home teams i like ohio state cincinnati and xavier that's great that's good glad for that i'm i'm betting both sides of the msu coin here to go on if it's if it's green and white I'm
2: cheering for it if it's maroon and white and cheering for it doesn't matter if it's a bulldog or a spartan it's like oh. i've been saying for the past three days january february Izzo.
3: Notice how he said past three days.
1: <laughs>
2: hey, if there's one thing I ain't going to do, I ain't going to lie to you.
3: Um, Assuming we're done with that, we should all go and choose our three teams. I think we said three teams that we're really going to follow throughout the year. I know Will just said Michigan State, but Wait, if we, we all choose three, I'm good with four. That'll give us all something to talk uh, about during this. I would
0: say four and have one of them be your, main, be your team, like me and Will. Yes, yes. Or yeah. do you want it right. to be yeah. five and one of them be your team?
3: No, it that should way. be four,
1: but one of those four can be your consistent regular team, which all of us have that. Yeah, cool. I don't right. know. Is Mississippi State good? At best they're
0: – okay. I We're, know they're okay. good at women's. We're up they're really versus. good at women's.
1: Their women's team really good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Oh, but, yeah. Our winner, no. women's
0: team is great.
1: Yeah, because I got I to gotta root for – the, my three Ohio teams and then VCU.
2: Oh, that's true. You are kind of – you don't really have much for choice, do you, Artie? No,
1: nope, I'm marrying into it.
2: <laughs> I, I figured. I figured. Okay, well, um, Artie, I guess you go – or I guess you just gave your four. Right. what about you?
3: Uh, Auburn, Duke, Villanova, and huh. – oh, that's, that's a good one, Rhett. Let oh, me see. look at the
0: top five. And it's Seton not- Hall you literally – oh damn that's a good one too red oh don't forget we all are Purdue fans so we yeah, all have that all, oh, we, that's are all pur- we are that. all purdue fans I
2: forgot I spoke that to existence apparently
0: I'm sorry all right I'm I'll have uh, did anybody, has anybody, who's who's doing Villanova
3: I am but you can take them since I have Duke but you can
0: take no I oh, was yeah. gonna take Gonzaga because I've been talking about them that works um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do Gonzaga um Syracuse Mississippi State, and... Oh, damn, Zach. You're taking Syracuse? Yeah, dude.
2: (sighs) You still got
3: UNC, Will.
2: Oh, good point. Good point. Keep going. Has anybody chose USCLA?
3: No. Cool. I'm
0: going to choose them then.
2: (laughs) Oh, Zach. I despise so much about the way you choose to be.
0: What do you mean, Will? Were you going to (laughs) choose them? (laughs)
2: I know, I know, I know. They're uh, they're pretty and you know what, what? was it? Was that Vic Cronin? Mick Cronin? They made it last year to the final four.
3: Last year that- did we have a final four?
2: Yeah, this or yeah, this this past spring. Oh, well, I can yeah. choose
3: Baylor if you want me
0: to instead of UCLA.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's who's the previous champions. <laughs> like no, no. No, it's fine. I, I wasn't gonna choose them. I wasn't gonna choose them. I was just I was just laughing. I'm still laughing back at the UCLA college football comments from the beginning of the year.
0: Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> so
2: so blanket, you know, we all blanket pick Purdue, so that doesn't count, right? So then I've got number one, Mississippi State. Number two, Michigan State, also tied so like two and three are are replaceable. <clears throat> So we'll just say three now is going to be UNC. Shout out to my brother-in-law, Thomas. Um, go Tar Heels. And then four, I'm going to do St. Bonnie's.
3: Yes. Yes, I like Saint, that one.
2: St. Bonnie's, it's it's a toss-up between either St. Bonnie's or Loyola Chicago. Uh, but I think I'm going to go with St. Bonnie's. St. Bonnie's is a fun team to watch. They beat Clemson at Clemson a couple of weeks ago. Like you know what I'm talking about, right? Like first week, yeah, and it was just it was it's a crazy environment. Can I I change
1: Cincinnati? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Can I change Cincinnati and go with uh, Baylor? Go Bears. Good call. Shout out to my
2: like I said, shout out to my brother-in-law Thomas Eisenhart.
3: We'll be uh, cheering for UNC now because of you. He got us in trouble for drinking underage.
0: All right. So college football, great championship week, fun week, crazy week, insane week. Who thought some of those outcomes were going to come? Like never had a doubt. I'm just going to kind of like open up the table. So, so let's talk about
2: the game that like in the end, didn't really matter before, you know, and still had a shocking outcome before we talk about the SEC championship. Um, who watched the Oklahoma State Baylor game?
3: Yes, yes, yeah, I did. I did.
2: Okay, okay, yeah, you know what I'm that talking ending
1: about. Ending was the the ending of it was just
2: so depressing.
0: A, oh my god,
1: so amazing!
2: It was, <laughs> it was, it was it, it, like, yeah. I, I literally went back and forth. I was like, this was so cool, and at the same time, this sucked.
0: I feel so bad for that running back, but then again, that was his own fault. He could have. What was he doing? Yeah, hey, I I think he could have had that. He was just, I don't know where he, where he was going with it. He just went for the angle, and that def- that defensive back was right there. Like, I don't know. But, yeah, what a game. What, what about that freaking fake slide by P- Pickett? Is that his name?
3: Oh, Yeah, okay. so beautiful play, but that needs to be stopped because players are going to, if the quarterback is known to fake slide, he's going to get drilled when he actually slides.
2: I would go so far as to say that had they not scored on that touchdown – it could have changed the outcome of the
3: game. Uh, look do. at that final score and talk to me later.
2: I, I, I'll, I'll be quite honest, Rhett. I don't recall the final score because that was later in the night, and I was yelling at that point in the night. Does, but I the
1: score is forty-five to twenty-one.
3: Their quarterback imploded at the end. He threw two pick-sixes. He threw another yeah. interception that was like down at the two-yard yeah. line. But like he threw four interceptions in the second half. I think it was. It was either three or it four. It was four. I thought it was four or five. Yeah, he got yeah. Im- He imploded we'll, we'll say very for, badly.
0: What we'll to say, oh, four boxing that? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it Red, was bad. How funny
2: is it? How funny is it, Red, that you and I came all the way just for both teams that we that we both teams that we chose as our upsets to just embarrass themselves in their championship games?
3: It's okay, UTSA is my savior.
0: <laughs> True. <laughs> so we the. Chocolate smoothie goal the- for the win. <laughs> I mean, but like Oregon. Oregon
3: really... So Oregon, their defensive quarter was Moorhead. He just got hired by uh, Akron to be the head coach. Cristobal obviously had other stuff on his mind, like <clears throat> Going heavily. to Miami. Yeah, like I just think their coaches kind of gave up on that.
2: That's so, I, I just, I mean, so we had, I mean, we literally had, we had Utah winning Friday night. We had Baylor pulling out just the craziest upset because of the ending. Like, they, I, did they score in the second half in the Big 12 championship? I don't think they did.
3: I honestly don't yeah. remember. Okay, I don't— I, I know don't, Wake I... Forest was up 21-14 and then let up, like, 34 straight points. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. 31 straight points.
2: I think Baylor was up 21-0 at, at half, and, and um, the final score was, like, 21-17. 21-16.
0: Well, because that freaking yeah. running back, like we said, he just couldn't do yeah. it.
2: Yeah, the fourth, the fourth and goal at the very end of the game,
0: dude, he didn't, did not. Then they have a fourth and one right before that too, and converted it.
2: Uh, prop. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. I, like I said, everything, everything kind of blended together on Saturday for me <laughs> because, dude. Okay, I, like who wants to who wants to kick it off? Already, as the most unbiased person here, because Zach, Rhett, and I all have ties to the SEC. Do you want to to kick it off first?
1: I would just like to say that I was very surprised by this. Um, After I thought about it more and talked to more people about it, it's actually less surprising than we made it think. We just put UGA on a pedestal, but almost every big win that they had this year against teams that were ranked at that time those teams ended up falling down further and further the later we got into that season.
0: Yeah, yeah. George, George has never faced a good team this year. We just, because they were blowing everybody out, we're like, oh my goodness, they are amazing. And then oh, like, they finally faced their first team with a Heisman quarterback, and look what happens. And that's a good point, but like, you do realize that they play. Alabama and Georgia
2: played, what, four of the same opponents, five of the same opponents with SEC yeah. matchups?
3: Yeah, Georgia really, did better in those matchups. Georgia blew yeah, them all out, and Alabama, Alabama had, had them all close. So, them. But, but also, lost three
1: think times. about how many of those teams that are that good or were even in that question of being that good that actually had a passing offense. I think that's the biggest difference that we weren't seeing is, yes, UGA has this incredible defensive line. Yes, UGA has this great defense, but the teams that they were playing, Florida can't pass the ball. Kentucky can't pass the ball. And these are the games that were close against Alabama because their defenses work differently.
3: So I kind of think Alabama having a really close game against Auburn was the best thing Nick Saban could have asked for. Because I guarantee that week of practice would not have been there. If they blew out Auburn, they might have been chill going into this game. But because they just struggled through a close game, Nick Saban was on their ass. And they came out fast. Your second quarter, they really destroyed Georgia.
0: Yeah, right at the end of the first quarter, UGA scored. Then after that, it was all Alabama. But- they saw like
3: seven straight drives.
0: Yep my my biggest question for Georgia is why did they keep Stetson Bennett in after he threw two picks? It's because Kirby is so stubborn. He he
2: he gets set on a game plan and he won't change. Like like he he's he's been preparing Stetson Bennett this entire season, and he if that's his guy he's going with he's not going to he's not going to risk it and make that change against Nick Saban. At halftime, or whenever you know, whenever the call comes, he's not going. He's not willing to take that risk.
0: Yeah, that's stupid because Nick Saban was his, uh, was his head coach, and when he was an assistant, Nick Saban is Nick Saban is
2: Kirby Smart's kryptonite. Yeah, but I don't uh, listen. You have one month before you play a good Michigan team in the college football playoffs. Do you think that Kirby Smart should get uh, JT Daniels like ready or and just make that call now, or do you think he should stick with Stetson Bennett? Dude, he. I think he,
3: they should pull in Alabama, and if it's bad at halftime, throw in the backup, just yeah. like oh, against in Georgia. That's what he yeah, should have yeah.
0: done. He should have, against Alabama, once Stetson started doing terrible, he should have thrown JT Daniels in. I mean, so JT Daniels question. was the starter at the year, and then he got injured, and that's why Bennett came in.
3: My, my biggest question this game is, Last week, or two weeks ago, Auburn had nine sacks on Alabama's quarterback. Georgia, I am pretty sure, had zero sacks, or if it was any, it was, like, one sack. Like, they were not rushing like they should have been against an Alabama offensive line that's been questionable at best all year long.
2: Yeah, I, I, no, I agree, and, like, that's what you talk about. You know, you you look at the Heisman race, Georgia doesn't even have a quarterback that's in that conversation. Because their defense really has been carrying them, and you're right, they didn't. Their, their defense didn't show up. It's like they got nervous. But there was a time early on. It was three to zero at the end of the first. It was ten to zero in the second. And I'm, I was, I remember I was watching the, the game downtown Denver at a Georgia bar, thinking, "All right, this is it. Georgia's gonna start pulling away." And Alabama came out. Alabama scored twenty four points. I'm looking at it now in the second quarter alone like there is so there were so many different things that that just did not go in, in Georgia's favor Bryce Young throwing for 400 420 plus yards Stetson Bennett throwing two interceptions and I think one of them was a pick six right Mhm yep yeah it, it, I mean oh my gosh it's like it's, okay Georgia had one job they had one job and it was to steamroll Alabama in the SEC championship and and then go into the playoffs They've been cruising for so long that you're right. This was their first real challenge. And it was like the, it was very reminiscent of the Michigan-Ohio State game. Everybody was leaning one side. And in reality, the other team was playing for their lives. This was everything. If Alabama loses this game, they're out of the playoffs. Yep. And now they're the favorites to win the whole thing.
0: Yep.
1: Yeah, I think if you play this game 10 times, you honestly get 10 completely different outcomes. Yeah, honestly, you, th- you think it's split five
2: like 50 I if would not say, six four.
1: I would say at most six four.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, and who do you lean? I would, based on this week, I would have to lean for Alabama. But okay, again, like if if let's just say we see these two teams in the championship, I mm-hmm. don't know how that goes. Yeah, I could not tell you how that goes at a neutral site. Because if we're really talking about it, like the difference in how long it takes to get from Athens to Atlanta is not
3: that much different from Tuscaloosa, Tuscaloosa to Atlanta. Uh, Tuscaloosa is like four hours, Athens is like two. Right. Athens- but in
1: all, in, in all difference, like if you think about like the fan bases too. Like, I, there was as many Bama people as Georgia people. Uh, Alabama has oh, fans oh, everywhere. Of yeah.
2: course. Those fans travel like crazy. So, yeah, I pro- I mean. Well, they I got nothing one...
1: else to do in their state other than watch football.
2: Well, they also no, travel.
0: They're just all bandwagons.
1: Zach, you're the yeah. one to talk about bandwagons. Yeah. I'm sorry. Zach, 14 teams, Mr. Man. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that when we get to that. It's okay. But, I mean, dude, like, I, let me ask you. I've got to stop saying dude so much.
1: Let me ask you. Do you guys. Dude. Do you have- you lived in you lived in California too long. Anyways, um do, do you guys
2: think that Georgia can make it close if they play them in the championship? And this is yeah. a big if because Michigan is not an easy team to beat.
3: I do they think fall. they could.
1: I do think they I do think they could, but I also think that Michigan still matches up better against Georgia than most other teams that they've played. So I honestly, I definitely don't think that this is a game you can just hand to Georgia. Because I think this is a team that has a capable quarterback, decent wide receivers, and good running backs, and a solid defense.
0: My only concern about the UGA-Michigan game is Michigan is more about their run game, and UGA's front line is crazy good at stopping the run, while Alabama is more focused on their pass game. So, it's basically two completely different teams that UGA is facing. They just faced a passing it, team, and now they're about to face a running team.
1: It yeah, is, but I, I mean, still argue that Cade McNamara is still a better quarterback than almost every other quarterback that Georgia's that's played what this year.
2: I was it's just true. about to say that I was literally just about to pull up the stats and look, like, yeah, Cade McNamara only threw for 160 against Ohio State, who was, you know, that was their toughest competition. Well, I guess besides Michigan State. And I I agree with Artie. I I think that Kid McNamara is a better quarterback than JT Daniels or Stetson Bennett.
0: The one good thing about Georgia playing Bama, too, is that they just played against the Heisman winner. While now that they actually have film on a great quarterback, it'll help them out against Michigan. So they can see like, oh, crap, what can good quarterbacks do against us? This is what they can do against us. Let's fix this because that's what they're going to be watching. Well, and again, <laughs>
2: the,
0: the, Georgia's defense isn't
2: where I'm concerned because they Georgia threw at least one pick six and I think that Stetson Bennett had another interception as well from what I remember watching the game. So, Georgia's defense already was, you know, shot in the foot on two offensive drives right there. That's how they put up 24 points in the second quarter alone. So, I, I agree, Zach. I think that they'll be able to clean that up before they go to the playoffs. It's Georgia's offense that I'm worried
3: about.
0: Yeah, Georgia's offense, I don't know what their strengths are, really. Man, I just cannot. But let's, you know, we've does anybody
2: else have anything else to say about the, the UGA game? No, I do not. Well, okay, so did anybody watch uh, the Michigan
0: game? I watched for like the first
3: no. 10 minutes. I watched until it got boring 10 minutes in.
0: Yeah. 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 I, I watched over, when it got boring, and then I, we switched it to the uh, Pittsburgh-Wake Forest game.
3: Yeah.
2: I, was, I, I looked over, and I thought, oh, that's getting out of hand. And then we just walked away. <laughs> we, we just stopped watching. We were, and it
0: yeah, really
3: actually, got out of hand.
0: Yeah. Rhett and I were at his uh, hunting land, so we were down there hunting. And we were like, all right, Michigan and Iowa are playing at this time, and so is Wake Forest-Pittsburgh. So we're just going to switch between at commercials. We'll switch. And then we just saw ourselves getting stuck on Pittsburgh-Wake Forest because it was actually a good game compared to Michigan-Iowa.
3: In the first half, it was a good game.
0: Yeah. But Michigan-Iowa was a good game for the first four minutes, and that was it. But yeah, so Michigan just dominated Iowa. Can y'all believe Iowa was ranked two at one point? (laughs) <laughs>
2: no, dude, I, I, this guy that I was hanging out with Sunday night, I felt bad because I thought he was going to cry. He, he went to Iowa, and I <laughs> thought he was going to cry. I didn't realize, like, they were all making fun of him and laughing, and I was like, wait, why? Like, what's going on? And he pointed down his shirt, and I thought he was wearing a Steelers shirt, and I was like, I don't get it. What's going on? Like, oh, yeah. And then I had to look closer, and I was like, oh, Hawkeyes. I was like, oh, my God, I'm
0: so sorry. <laughs> How about that Cincinnati-Houston game?
1: I was actually impressed. I didn't know. I was – a little nervous for houston since they've been getting hot lately um but i think cincinnati proved in that game that they deserve to be where they're ranked um and i honestly didn't if you actually watch the game it i don't think it was as close as that score led you to believe because i think cincinnati especially the first half was close but that second half cincinnati just came out slinging the ball yeah and houston that, had the lead early yeah they did they scored first, but then Cincinnati just pulled away after halftime. Because it was it was 35-14 or 35-10 at one point, something like that.
0: Yeah, I'm pumped to, be, to see a non-Power 5 in the uh, in the playoffs. Granted, I think they are going to get blown out by Bama. But I was just
2: going to say that. It's still, still nice to see
0: a non-Power 5 in the playoffs.
1: I, I don't think they will get blown out. I don't necessarily think that they will win the game
3: it's still a two-score game in my mind
1: but well so i th- i'm looking at it this way bama doesn't have a dominant running back and cincinnati has the two best quarter tandem in the country
3: uh, yes and you don't okay, have tandem yes i tandem, think auburn yes. has a better corner individual corner maybe yes that's fair that's fair but
1: two outside corner tandem with good DBs and they play a really funky like five man drop that a lot of teams don't see. And the bear that uh, sets that are similar to that Bama has struggled to score against this year. And since Cincinnati, like Cincinnati's defense will be the difference in this will be the reason why they would win this game. In my opinion, mm-hmm. like Ritter Ritter's fantastic. That running game is great. But, again, that's a Bama defense that you're playing against, and we don't know how that's going to go. But if Cincinnati's defense can step up, that might be what keeps the game close. Yeah. Now, I will say one thing that I was not as surprised about, but I was surprised it was still this bad, was Utah beating Oregon.
0: Yeah, dude, me and Will were all about, like, um, we are like, oh, it's hard to beat a same team twice. (laughs) They didn't just beat them twice. They blew them out twice.
2: No!
1: They didn't even even strike. Either time. Like, they just walked away from it.
0: Yeah. I, I I don't understand what happened to Oregon. I know some of their coaches are leaving, but still. What? Like, I, yeah, that was another boring
3: game. Hey, after. they improved. They scored three more points this time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, they, I just want to say that, like, I feel like Utah's coaching staff after this, if they don't decide to all stay and build this program from the ground up, I I honestly think that that would be a breeding ground for good coaches, at least this top end of coordinators and the head coach. Because I agree, this is the their first. They've just had a had gotten consistently better year over year, and a seventeen plus ranking, top fifteen ranking is really good for them. And not only did they win their division, they won their division handily like that they they ran that conference. Yeah. Which was really good. Like Orkin was good and you could probably say maybe Utah should have been ranked higher after Oregon lost to Stanford or whatever, but those were two dominant wins against a top 10 team in the country according to the college football playoff.
0: Yeah, yep. I mean, they stayed top 10 for like basically the whole year too. They never really exactly. fell, I don't think they ever fell out of it exactly
1: and I think that that proves that Utah deserves to be where they are and I'm happy that they've won oh yeah I think
2: the only time that Oregon came close was when they lost to Stanford they might yeah. have been ranked like double digits at that point
3: but it they was were still tough. ranked pretty high when they lost to Stanford like top five yeah I yeah think
1: they were okay. I think, yeah, I think they were, like, five or six. Yeah. No, I meant I meant after
2: the loss. I think they might have dropped to, like, 11,
1: 12. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Mm.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Championship week was awesome. Final four is set. UGA versus um, S- Michigan. That's going to be a great game. And then Alabama versus Cincy. I can't wait for that UGA-Michigan game. That's going to be such a good game. I hope it, like, comes down to the wire. But let's move on to news after all these games happened. We got lots of news coming out from it. Oregon loses Cristobal. He is headed to Miami.
3: Miami's oh. a shitty place. Yeah. Go ahead. Just what exactly. they did.
1: Let's go ahead, Rhett. Go ahead, Brett. It. Lay, it, lay it all out.
3: Go ahead. So they had Diaz, their previous head coach. They essentially just had him staying there until they figured out if they were going to get this hire. He was just sitting there in limbo, essentially to the point that he's out recruiting for the team the day before he gets fired because he doesn't know if he has a job or not and he's out there recruiting. That is very scummy in my book. And I don't remember the exact numbers. They also paid a ton of money. They paid Diaz like a $7 million buyout. They paid for Cristobal's $8 million buyout from Oregon, and then they're giving him $8 million a year. On top of saying that they're committing to paying all of his uh, assistant coaches, like the top of the ACC, Miami really went in with money, but they kind of did it in a shady way with how they dealt with Diaz, in my opinion.
1: I, I agree with you there. I think this was a team that has just been – I think they're looking for more than just coaching changes here. I think it's more of a culture change. and then yeah. I think that they want to get back to the, what how Miami used to be, but set it straight on a – more consistent building course because we've had shuffling coaches after Mark, you know, before Mark Rick, after Mark Rick got there, and then you've had three or four coaches since then they get ranked highly. And then they just flumber the rest of the time. I I just think they're really trying to change course and build from the top up, like from the top down, getting a new AD, getting a new football team, uh, head coach. And I think that, Christopher might be the guy to do it uh with his background and with the level of success that he's had over in Oregon.
3: And he played at Miami too. Like he understands exactly what they're looking for. I do think it's a good fit. I just think how they handled it was scummy.
1: No, I, I agree. agree I agree with you there. Completely agree.
0: Yeah, and one one thing about the uh the after the all that stuff with Miami is he had seventeen recruits sign to Miami. Yeah, so like, they all went because of that coach, and now they fire him. Good luck to those guys. That I sucks. think
1: that I, I think he'll find, he'll find a place. I don't think he was necessarily a bad coach. I think it's just a tough situation. I think he'll be okay. I wonder I if agree. he'll might bring all those. Uh, May not be at a giant team, but he's shown good recruiting.
0: Yeah, I wonder if all those signees will go with him to wherever he gets signed to next.
3: I honestly think they'll probably stay just because they hired a really big name coach. It's one thing if the big name coach leaves the school and they don't have a replacement like Oklahoma for a few weeks and people start decommitting. But Miami essentially upgraded their coach in a scummy way. So be it. But they still upgraded their coach. I think they'll stay. Most of them, at least.
0: They also get Clemson's athletic director goes to Miami. Mm-hmm. So Miami's Miami, putting in the money. Yeah. I was gonna say they're trying to get everything, everyone and with Oregon losing Cristobal, talks of Chip Kelly going to Oregon. How do we feel about that?
2: I don't want to hear Chip Kelly's name ever again.
3: Weren't you so excited about Visor Mode earlier this year? No,
2: I said I was biased, okay? I said I was biased.
3: Someone go back and listen to those first few podcasts and count how many times Will says Visor Mode is like ungodly in these things. I said
0: well, I'm I the one who biased. mentioned I, I'm the one who mentioned the godlike, and Will just kept bringing it up. But yeah. he's the one who first started talking about visor mode. I just kept it going a little bit.
2: I am biased. That's why.
0: I think this is a good fit, though, for him. I, I really do.
3: I mean, yeah, but, he's been there before. He knows the program.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was an OC there. How I don't, know, I don't even know how long ago. And, and then he was the head coach he... there. I thought he was the head. Co- I thought he went and did an NFL stint
3: after he was head coach for Oregon. He took Oregon to the national championship game when he was head coach. Is that and is that who did they play in the national championship? Oh, I love that you just brought this up. They lost to Auburn.
2: Okay, so that's how. Okay, that's what I was thinking. I was like, it was recent, right? Two thousand
3: ten. Um,
2: yeah. Oh my god, that was eleven years ago. But okay, so so then he's back now. I don't know. I think this is a pretty good fit. To be honest, this is not bad.
0: Yeah, so good for him. I'm excited. Good for him. Good luck to him. At, well, if they sign him, he's just the leader right now. He hasn't been signed yet, so okay, okay. we'll see. But Venables to Oklahoma.
3: This is who I was saying last week could be a good fit there. He was their defensive coordinator slash linebacker coach for 11 years under Stoops from 1999 to 2010, right before he went to Clemson. So Venables has been holding out for a few years to really find the perfect job because he was the top assistant multiple years in a row. And this is his perfect fit. This is a school that he worked at before. And yeah, big name coach going to a school he's already acquainted with. And it's a big name school, even though they kind of got the shaft the last week or so.
0: Yeah, but I think with him going now, he'll be able to, he'll have one year and then he'll start getting all those players back, like those top name players back.
3: The only thing that I'm interested in is Oklahoma has not been a good defensive school. For a long time, they have not been a good defensive school. The last time they were good on defense is when he was their defensive coordinator. So that's interesting to see if he's going to be able to bring them back to a defensive school.
0: As I say, I always see them with shootouts and stuff.
3: 50 points versus 45 points. Yeah, that's what they're known for.
0: So hopefully he does. But another one, Ohio State hires Jim Knowles. To be to be a new defensive coordinator from Oklahoma State.
1: This one I'm really happy about. I think that we saw a very struggling Ohio State defense this year, especially from a in the latter half against Michigan. Definitely run run defense, but for the majority of the season, uh, moving from losing tons of good corners as in Jeff Okuda after we've lost. Talent like that, we didn't have the talent this year, and we did not make enough adjustments, and so our defensive, uh, our defensive backs got shredded for most of this year. So getting a coach from Oklahoma State who had a very solid defense this year, I I think this is a big upgrade, and I'm happy to see where it goes.
0: Yeah, their defense looked pretty good. Most points I've seen I saw them let up was against Oklahoma, who was had a pretty good offense otherwise before that the most it looks like they had was 21 points let up which is huge so that's a good hire for Ohio State hopefully yells defense does look better next year yeah, but definitely. my most the most exciting hire seeing the video come out of Notre Dame's new head coach being introduced
3: yes Marcus
0: yes. Freeman oh he was the defensive coordinator for Notre Dame getting promoted to full time or the full-time head coach.
2: There's no, there's. I've never said anything contradicting this. I've always been a Notre Dame fan. This would have been the coolest thing in the world had UGA done their job and beaten Alabama and Notre Dame possibly gotten in with their new head coach, Marcus Freeman. This video gave me chills. I love this video.
3: Did y'all hear him say that he wanted to be the lead recruiter for every Notre Dame recruit? That is the wildest thing for a head coach to want to be the lead recruiter for every recruit. That's 20-plus recruits every year he wants to be the lead recruiter on, and that's not even counting accounting the ones they don't get.
2: Oh, no, I did not hear that. He's all in, man. He's all in. Football guy. I like that. He's a football guy. I, that just it was, There was so much joy in that video, man. That, that video works. All the so, players were so hype. Oh, my gosh, they are so excited. Who does Notre Dame play in the bowl season? Mmm. they got a place they're um is it iowa no it's um it's not iowa
3: uh, no, I, give me one second i'll let you know
2: oh no they're playing oklahoma state yeah oklahoma state is sol notre dame is going to blow them out
3: yeah
0: just call, just calling it out
2: january 1st notre
0: dame wins by 30 that's right like one 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 two years until i can start cheering for notre dame no why are you not will you be catholic by then no, I I'm cause sorry. Their NBC do contract expires, and they're gonna make them. They're gonna force them to join the ACC.
3: Yes. <laughs> Please do it already. <laughs>
0: so they're finally gonna be in a in a conference. Nice. Love it. Yep, that's all I'm waiting for. But anyways, let's let's move on to the coach of the year. Cincinnati's fickle. What what a what an award for him and his team this year. Getting into it. the playoffs and getting coach of the year. That's awesome.
3: I think it showed resilience. I mean, they I went undefeated last year and they essentially had to start with a high ranking, repeat uh, being undefeated again and then have people lose to make the playoffs.
1: I really wonder how many people looked at that Georgia game last year and how well they played against them. Mm hmm. In the in the bowl and put that into this year's preseason ranking that carried them. I'm imp- I was I was really impressed.
0: Yeah. So, let's move on to the Heisman finalist. They were announced. We got Bryce Young, from quarterback at Bama. C.J. Stroud, quarterback at Ohio State. Kenny Pickett, Pittsburgh's quarterback who did the fake slide with the touchdown. Oh, we got Aiden Hutchinson, Michigan's defensive end. Granted, there's some better defensive players, but you know, everybody you can't have too many SEC uh players in the Heisman running. So, you got to pick someone else. Let's talk about it. I I I think Bryce Young won it last weekend against Georgia. I think Completely he locked agree. it up. If he, I, thought so too. I think <clears throat> if he lost to Georgia, Kenny Pickett would have won it.
3: I think, oh. I think Stroud. I think Stroud would have won it if uh, yeah. he didn't. Because I, even in their losses, he was still throwing for over 300 yards a game.
2: Yeah, I, I will admit that CJ Stroud's done really well this year. You're right, Zach. Bryce Young locked it up, but Stroud probably would have won it had it not been for not having the, the Big Ten championship game like to show or yeah. to
0: compete. Yeah, I think if, he, had... if they beat Michigan and went to the Big Ten, he he would have And had blew
3: it. out Iowa, yeah he would have had it. He would have had easily. it easily. Oh
0: yeah. Oh yeah. But all because yeah, of that one game.
1: Even that last week of games of regular season games, Bryce Young didn't look at didn't look dominant against Auburn and Stroud's the reason that Ohio State was even in that game for as long as they were. Still threw for over three hundred yards and three touchdowns. oh uh, what year Stroud? He is a sophomore. Ooh. He's technically a redshirt freshman. He's the reason Ewers left. He's the reason Quinn Ewers left. Yeah, and oh. Jack Miller. Yeah, yeah, because he's right. not going any. He's not going anywhere, and Ohio State tends to not necessarily have to worry about quarterbacks they normally have three that are solid
2: yeah well but like i mean you can't like the days of the days of a of any high star recruit sitting on a bench like that it's just not going to happen anymore
1: no especially with the way that the transfer portal is designed now there's Mm -hmm. too many good players four or five star recruits that are getting recruited that Mm-hmm. if they see oh i need to i can be sitting on a bench for 2 to 3 years or i could go start for this school i think that just it in my opinion makes way more sense let me go show out for a team that is good i mean we saw that for joe burrow we saw that for justin fields would have had to sit behind these somebody else for 1 2 sometimes 3 years And in Joe Burrow's case, did sit for two and a half years before deciding to leave. And then they go, and then they show out, take teams to playoffs, and then get drafted. And that's where your differences are. Yeah, no, I completely agree.
0: Mm -hmm. All right, that does it for most of the news on the week. So, one more topic we got for college football is the transfer portal. We got Quinn Ewers, freshman quarterback from Ohio State, back up to Shroud or to Shroud. And I think
3: <laughs> he um, is hilarious. He signed with them, got around a million dollars in NIL deals, figured out he wasn't going to be starting and transferred before, like, even really playing, walking away with the million.
0: Yeah, that's what it was. He oh, had, what, three three plays or something, three games he might have played yeah. in? Yeah. So, Quinn, so Quinn is, I believe his name's Ewers, right?
2: Mullet Harden, man. Harden, I have no idea. You're just <laughs> Mullet man. Yeah, but he he has he made one point four million dollars off those NIL deals. He's played mm-hmm. like he's played like two snaps for Ohio State. That's ridiculous. But I think that I yeah. think that's gonna be kind of cool. Like right now, it's showing that Quinn Ewers is possibly gonna go to uh, Texas Tech. Right.
3: I saw Texas Tech, Texas A and M, and Texas. I saw three Texas schools.
2: Oh, that's funny. That is a that that's a funny battle.
0: Dang, too bad UTSA isn't on yep. it.
3: They should be. I know they he's should be. He's a coward.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's a coward. <laughs> he needs to go join the uh, college football.
2: <laughs> he doesn't want to play real college football. He just wants to play. He's scared team. he'd get
0: benched. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Again.
0: <laughs> but anyway, Spencer Rattler. We all saw this one coming. Oh Spencer yeah, Spencer Rattler. QB, sophomore for QB for Oklahoma, entered the transfer portal. And then we got Adrian Martinez, the grad transfer QB for Nebraska, transferring the, going into the transfer portal. So haven't heard of who they're all going for yet, but those are three big names leaving, leaving their schools. But that wraps it up for college football. Great week of championship week ready for that playoffs, and then we'll get into bowl games all next week. So, Will, take us away in NFL. So, week 13, we're going to kick it off by talking about what I said
2: I was the most excited for. I said it in the words of the famous Will Barnes, in the words of Smash Mouth, I'm a believer. The Lions pull out, ladies, gentlemen, and Will Barnes. The Lions get their first win. The Vikings are a bad team, and the Lions proved that.
0: Well, they moved to a one ten and one record. Well, don't forget you um actually I don't know if it was you. Actually it was you. You said they are a great five and six team. Did I say that?
3: They're again? a great five and seven
0: team.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> well you know what? They're a great five and seven team now. But, <laughs> but sorry, go on. Yes, as I was saying, I was the only person who believed in the Lions. The Lions pull it out off of a a, a Jared Walk Goff touchdown. I've been working on that one all day. It was amazing. The Lions get their first dub. you got to be excited. You see Dan Campbell going over and, and just giving Jared Goff a huge hug. I mean, it, it just emotions. Like, I was hanging out with one of my friends, and he, he just kept saying all day, he was like, I can't believe that the Lions won a game today. He was just like, I can't believe the Lions won. And I was like, I was the only one who believed. I did almost jinx it. I said it out loud to myself in my apartment. I said, or maybe, maybe when I was at breakfast, I said, the Lions are going to win. And uh, and I, no kidding, almost jinxed it. But it's okay. We had an emergency press conference. Just calmed ourselves down. Lions pull it out. Now we're going to move on to the bad. Teddy Two Gloves and the Broncos did not get it done against the Chiefs.
1: No, they did not.
2: No, No, they
0: did not.
2: Teddy threw just as many touchdowns to his own team as he did to the Chiefs' defense. And the Chiefs... Beat the broncos 22 to 9 in sunday night football um yeah it stunk there was a lot of holes there the broncos like their broncos defense or the broncos offense started looking really good in the like the fourth quarter it's just they didn't show up for the other three so
3: Broncos yeah. losing
2: their- i just they-
1: think that unfortunately the weaknesses that kansas city were having at the beginning of the season. A lot of it was injuries, and a lot of those people are now back. So teams can't rely on the Chiefs' defense to just suck now. So teams are going to have to start playing more. Oh, yeah. And then the Broncos are also having to, to learn how to play defense without Von Miller.
2: Yeah, I mean, like I'd like to say, the Broncos' defense looked fine, but letting up 22 points, well, I mean, granted, okay, they really only let up two touchdowns. One of the other touchdowns was from um, was from Teddy B. So there's that to consider. They did find like if you hold the Chiefs to two touchdowns,
1: your your defense is doing something right, you know, especially with every,
2: all the resources that Pat Mahomes has on offense.
1: Yeah, I, I think that the I, I think that the ran the Broncos defense is still really good. I just think there's obvious holes in offense, and I still trust in Teddy B. But I'm get, it's getting. Harder and harder for the Broncos as a whole. No, I agree.
2: Now we're going to move on to an awesome story. Sadly, the sickest team in the league was too healthy this week. And the New York Jets, they lose to uh, Gardner Minshew. Stepping in for the injured Jalen Hurts. Minshew Magic and the Eagles pull off the victory 33-18. to
1: I, I really think Gardner Minshew is not a bad quarterback. I think we showed... I think we saw flashes of it in Jacksonville. I just think that that team is just terrible. So when you actually give him a team that has good wide receivers, decent running backs, a good defense, I think he actually can show out. I I think there's obviously things that can be improved on, and he's not a obviously probably not a top 15 or top 20 quarterback right now. But – it's really good to see if you're a coach, if you're a team, if you're a general manager, it's really good to see that if your number one guy goes down, you can trust on your backup. You're not completely lost. Completely agree.
2: I, I was excited for the Eagles um, to get that win. I, well, I shouldn't even say I wasn't excited for the Eagles. I was excited for Garden Minshew. I just, I like the Minshew Magic story. I, I really do. And you're right. I think you see how that he is in a bad QB when he's actually got assets around him. It just you know kind of sucks for the Jets. I mean, Zach Wilson, you did fine. You just didn't do fine enough.
1: <clears throat> so yeah, I agree. Let's move on.
2: Yeah. Now we'll talk about the Colts. The Colts defense putting in work. I've had them on my fantasy teams.
1: They're always putting up points. I think they got me like
2: 16 this week. Molly wapping the Texans. That is quite possibly one of my favorite words to use. 31 to zero. Jonathan Taylor gets two tutties, and the Texans don't have a pulse. I mean, there's not much to say here. Davis Mills just isn't the guy.
1: Yeah, and Tyrod Taylor can't stay healthy. so. Yeah,
2: he's either getting stabbed or sick or injured in some other form, of capac- you know, some other kind of capacity. But that's about it. Colts, Molly, Watt, the Texans. And moving yeah. on, we have the Seahawks with Adrian Peterson at the helm beating the 49ers 30 to 23 AP is picked up, put on the Seahawks practice squad activated this past week. And for those keeping track at home, he has now scored touchdowns for the Titans and the Seahawks this year by being the, the, literally the week he's been picked up. He has scored first games for both of those teams.
3: That just means he won't score again. Just like the Titans. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. You get it. Brett. I appreciate you said that last time. <laughs>
1: So, I think, I think I think this will actually be good and we'll see who we'll see how well the Seahawks can finish. They have a lot of winnable games. They also have some games that are not so winnable, but the rest of their season they still play and you can see like they can start to figure some stuff out, I guess, going into next year because unfortunately they're in a division that they're not going to win and they're kind of out of the playoff picture at this point. Uh-huh but they have games against the Texans, Bears and Lions, all three very easy very winnable games for them if everybody shows up. They do play the Rams and the Cardinals, which will be tougher games for them, but yeah. if they can go 3 and 2 the rest of the season, that still gives them a decent enough draft pick, but that gives that makes them not necessarily into full sell-off mode. I like you would see.
2: personally well, I would I would suggest the Seahawks tank. What are they four and eight now?
1: Yeah, they're four and eight.
2: I'd suggest they tank.
1: Yeah, but then you lose player morale. People are asking to get traded. Well, I, but I that's, the, think that's, I no, think that's I never. I,
2: I, I know, and that's that's. Sorry, i I know I'm talking over you, and I apologize. But I was I was just thinking that already about the people asking to get traded. They're already having that problem because. We've heard the rumors that Russell Wilson
1: might want to go elsewhere. I also don't know how much longer the Seahawks will keep Pete Carroll because they weren't good last year and they're worse this year.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. He is, uh, he's
1: not, yeah, no, no. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's not getting not, more, he's not getting younger or more lively. It, exactly. it only gets harder from here. So <clears throat> I think it's going to be a time for Seattle to start looking for that new coach. Maybe. I I mean, I'm not, I'm not the boss. I don't know everything that's going on over there. You can argue that part of it is because they play a tough schedule and part of it's because Russell Wilson was out, but still, I, I don't think they have the pieces right now. I don't think they have all the pieces right now and they need to start rebuilding a little bit.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. And that's why, Hey, listen, that's why I'm saying they, could, they should tank, get a better draft pick, but maybe that's not the answer. So, Let's move on now. Zach, I've aired out my dirty laundry. Yes, you talked about the Falcons. Yes, I talked about the Broncos. Not even, well, basically, not even showing up to the game against the Chiefs.
0: Zach, I'll let you have the floor. Um, Yeah, Bills lost 14 to 10. But at the same time, it was a super windy day. The wind was 25 to 35 miles per hour with gust at 50 to 55 miles per hour one of the punts that new england had literally hit a wall it went up in the air went about uh 15 20 yards and it just stopped and went out of bounds like it was crazy um bills don't Yeah, i saw the
2: kickoff i saw the kickoff made it all the way to the tunnel right yeah
0: it made pretty much into the stands (laughs) that's funny but bills don't have a running game So that kind of game is not their kind of game to win.
1: While No, it's just their running game is abysmal and they have no running defense at all. Yeah,
2: I mean, but that and that's why you saw what was it, Jonathan Taylor put up three touchdowns on the Bills a couple weeks ago.
0: Yeah. And the Patriots just ran all night on them, literally only through three passes.
3: Didn't Jonathan Taylor
1: score five touchdowns on the Bills? No. No, I think it was three. I
3: think it who was a, who score. did he, he scored five, five against. on someone else, I think. He did score five. I yeah. don't know which game okay. that was. Yeah.
0: I but don't believe that was the Bills. I think no, he only scored five. it wasn't the Bills. But yeah. So it was a tough game. I don't know how they their run defense. He was... has, he had five
1: touchdowns. He had four four rushing and a receiving touchdown against the Bills.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay, well okay, fair enough. Fair so enough. Anyways, Bills sorry for
0: off. Bill's yeah. rushing defense sucks. I don't know how they haven't fixed it yet. Granted they did hold them to fourteen points, which isn't bad, but still when you don't yeah, have a run game.
1: Giving up fourteen points, but the only the other team is only running the ball.
0: Yeah, that's uh still tough. That's kind of so I don't know what happened. Bills are on the downhill, but we'll see how the rest of the year goes. Yeah. How that's much all do I you say think that? It?
1: how much do you think that the Bills were that good last year solely because the Patriots were down?
0: Oh, oh, they were. Eyeing. No, I don't think it was because the Patriots were down. Josh oh, Allen, it was an animal last year. He is not the same this year, and I don't know what's wrong with him.
2: Dude, no, Josh Allen's, uh, well, no, that's literally all they have is a pass game. Josh Allen ran for, I'm pretty sure it was like 80 yards last
0: night. Yeah, he had one huge run, but that was it. But yeah, I mean, they rely he they rely on him too much because his running backs can't run. Like, I thought Singletary and Zach Moss were great running backs, but they have proven me completely wrong. Well, Singletary was injured, right?
1: No, all three mm-hmm. of them were there yesterday.
0: All three of them No, running. no, no, I, don't mean, I mean throughout this season. I like the beginning, but that
1: Rita, was it. Rita was hurt a little bit, and Singletary was in and out, but everybody's been healthy the majority of the season. They just have no running game. Yeah, they're oh.
0: they're, they're better at pass blocking, too, than run blocking. So, but that's all I got to say about the Bills. I mean, that was kind of embarrassing for them to let a running team, let a running team score fourteen points when all they did was run. Literally three passes. The Pats threw three passes the whole game and only completed two of them. Damn.
1: I think it just. I, I think I was talking to my dad about it. That game came down to coaching the Patriots were better coached in that game.
0: Oh, yeah. Completely. McDermott, I, I do not like the way McDermott coached that game. Um, so I, I, I usually go to a Bills bar to watch the game because Allie's a huge Bills fan. And they were all saying, a lot of them were saying that, like, he might be gone soon.
1: Wouldn't surprise me. No,
0: not at all. Well, that all being said,
2: let's move on now. To um, Artie, I will give
1: you the floor, but please, God, just make it quick. Okay, fine. The Rams are the best team in football still. <laughs> and the Jaguars suck. Carry on.
2: <clears throat> All right, Rams beat the Jags, thirty-seven seven. Rams are alive in some form capacity. Um, Big Ben, tell uh, the news breaks that he he says it's his last year at the Steelers. I don't know if that means he's gonna try and go somewhere else. There's no way he could possibly play somewhere else. He is way too old. I was actually talking about this. I think I could beat Ben Roethlisberger in a fight. Uh, I just, I, I think I could. I think all I have to do is land one punch, and he would just like fall like Goliath. <laughs> I,
1: don't I really, know. I don't know. He's he's got a lot of beef on him. I know he's got a
2: lot of mass, but like I think if I just land one, I'm set. But anyways, Big Ben. Last year, the Steelers, okay, they go on and somehow pull off the win against the Ravens because the Ravens get the final touchdown, and then instead of tying it up to send it to overtime, they try to go for two, and it does not get in. It's not even close.
0: Yep, they went for the win and got stuffed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Steelers win 20-19. to 19. But yeah, it being—so, Big Ben said—all he has said— was well, it his last year at the Steelers. He hasn't declared that he's retiring yet. But if he retires, I hope he goes into uh, into commentating like Tony Romo did. I feel like I he would be he a, a great commentator.
1: I don't care. I hate Ben Roethlisberger.
3: Yeah, I'm not I, a big Ben Roethlisberger person.
1: He doesn't right. deserve anything else. Yeah, he, he was good for a little bit. He won two Super Bowls. Let him have that. Let him die off into the sunset. I don't, I, don't care. I need reasoning.
3: Uh, Georgia no. – Georgia, Wait. GCSU, there you go. <S-U>.
2: Yeah, yeah, I was about to say it, but I didn't.
3: Zach, look it up if you don't know what it is, GCSU. Anyways,
2: so those are just a couple of the highlights from week 13. Now we're going to dive into week 14. Ladies, gentlemen, and Will Barnes, it is time for Rapid Fire. Speaking of Big Ben, let's kick it off Thursday night. Steelers at the Vikings. I'm going to go to you first, Arthur.
1: You know, I think this is a tough one. There's a lot of games this week that uh, have, like, less than a four-point spread. I'm going to have to go Vikings. I don't think that I, – I feel like their coaches would have laid into them. And I think we see more of a, the Vikings that beat the Packers than the Vikings that lost to the Lions. So I'm going to go Vikings here. What do you think, Rhett?
3: I completely agree. I think the Steelers – I've said it before, I'll say it again. I think they have two good people in Najee Harris and Deontay Johnson. Uh, I think the Vikings are a better re- or well-rounded team even without Dalvin Cook. What do you think,
0: Zach? Uh yeah. Oh, that's a tough one. I'm have to go with Vikings. Vikings, yeah. Will.
2: I oh man. I I'm kind of worried that we're all on the same side here, but I have to agree. I think it's simple. Listen, you don't trust you don't trust Kirk Cousins in prime time. But I don't know if Big Ben's going to survive until the end of the game. So we have to go with the Vikings here. Now, moving on to Sunday. Artie and Ziggy, I'll give it to you first. You're going to the game in person. This one's going to be kind of fun. I'm I'm excited for you all. I really am. I'm jealous. You know me. I love a good road trip. So let's see what you
1: got. Artie, you're up. Panthers. Our lord and savior, Cam Newton. That's all I got
3: to say. Go ahead, Rhett. Our lord and savior. Completely agree. What do you think, Zach?
0: I hate both of you. Hey, guys, you know that we are an Atlanta sports podcast, right? Not a Carolina Mm -hmm. podcast. Hey, where's Cam Cam Newton from? Where's Cam Cam Newton from? Cam Cam Newton's from Atlanta. Yeah. Argue with me. So you're only going to cheer for Cam Newton then, not the Panthers. Correct. All right.
3: I I would cheer for Christian McCaffrey if he was there.
0: (laughs) I can deal with only cheering for Cam Newton. When he's not on the field, you have to cheer for the Falcons. How about that?
3: As long as Cam Newton has a good game, I don't really care who wins. Yeah, same
0: hate both of you um i got falcons <laughs> winning this panthers not looking too great will i'm with you ziggy uh, i'm gonna Thank stick you. to our
2: roots yeah if there's one thing i ain't gonna do i ain't gonna lie to you um i like cam newton but i agree with zach i gotta stick with our roots we're an atlanta based podcast so i'm sticking with the falcons baby cam you're good but you ain't that good now bills at the buccaneers this ooh, this could be a this could be a high scoring game arthur where do you land?
1: I got to go with Bucks. The Bills have not impressed me the last few weeks. And I think that the Bucs, even if they're not passing the ball that much, I think Fournette will just have a field day. I think we'll see a similar game from him that we did against the Giants not too long ago. It'll be closer than that Giants game because the Bills are better than them, but the, the Bucs will win this one. What do you think, Rhett? <laughs>
3: Um yeah I think Bucks win this one as well. Shouldn't be too big of a deal. What do you think Zach?
0: Fournette, like Jonathan Taylor um hop um Husky, what whatever the Pats running back name is last night you're just going to run Which all over Which one?
1: Them. They've got Dion. they've got Harris, Harris Stevenson. That's it. Yeah,
0: yeah Harris ran
1: all over them. They all ran all over you.
0: They all ran all over the Bills. So I'm going Bucks. Will?
2: I yeah i i'm still worried we're all the same side and and i'm still worried about that but no i think the bucks should take this one now we move to the bears of the packers oh gosh okay Artie. all right all right you got it
1: no the the packers are probably the i'll still say the rams are the best team in football but the packers are the most complete
3: team in football
1: packers all the way what do you think rep
3: yeah, Packers win this, even though they're not the best team in football or the most complete team in football because that's all the Cardinals. But, uh, yeah, Packers win this game. Uh, what do you think, Zach? Don't be biased.
0: They're both best and complete team in football. Packers win, Will. I
2: I agree. I, I mean, gosh, I'm so worried. I'm so worried with us all choosing the same side. Oh, my gosh, I'm so worried. Devontae Adams is going to show up. Bears have a good defense, but it's not good enough to stop the Packers. I, I will give it to—I'll uh, give it to the Packers. Aaron Rodgers, show and, me something.
0: And Aaron Jones will be back too.
2: Oh, nice! That'll be good. Yeah, yeah, that'll be real good for them. Now we move to the Ravens at the Browns. This is gonna
1: be a good
2: game. Already, tell me why.
1: I got to go with the Ravens here. I think Lamar is gonna kind of work out some of the stuff that's plagued them. I think the Ravens still should have won that game this past weekend. I don't like Baker. I'm going to go Ravens. What do you think,
3: Rhett? Uh, Yeah, I don't think Baker's playing well. Uh, Yeah, Ravens win this game pretty easily. What do you think, Zach? Well, yeah, I got got Ravens.
0: I mean, yeah, they're going to play down to the Browns level, but I think they'll pull it out by one position game. Will, who you got?
2: I got to agree. I was thinking the exact same thing that that Artie said, and so I'm going to go with the Ravens, and my God, I we have we are literally all just choosing vanilla ice cream this week. That's all we're doing. Cowboys at the Washington football team. <sighs> I already know what Artie and I are going to pick. Let's go ahead.
3: Cowboys, Dak for MVP. Go, Rhett. Washington football team, Heineke for uh, most improved player. What do <laughs> you think, call. Zach?
0: Good call. Gummit rat. <laughs> you just said that because I was already typing your name on that side. I got Cowboys winning, Will. Yeah,
2: I'm going with the Cowboys. I'm going with Dak Prescott. I ain't going to abandon him. This is going to be the Cowboys game or so, I, sh- I really hope. Now, we have the r- r- Raiders at the Chiefs.
1: Arthur, where you stand? I got to go with the Chiefs. I have been god bless oh Disapp- god.
3: i've got to, i've been disappointed with the raiders i'm sorry no, what it's do not, you think
2: don't, don't, no don't apologize it's not your fault. right what do
3: you think i'm gonna have to go with the raiders no i'm <laughs> joking the <laughs> chiefs are gonna win this game what do you think Zach? <laughs> <laughs> i got the chiefs as well
0: raiders just do not look good right now well oh join goodness. us I, I was
2: leading the chiefs and then when i heard Artie join saying, us i, heard, right, I thought so we will, were all going the chiefs, will and go then when chiefs. I heard, and then I heard Rhett and I was like, Oh, I'll go Raiders by myself. And then Rhett said he was going on the Raiders. Oh my god. All right, fine. I yeah, no, I, I think this I think the Raiders just have too much they gotta work out, whether it be on the field or off the field. It's gonna be the Chiefs game. This is the Chiefs game to win. So so now we go to the Seahawks at the Texans. Listen <laughs> Nobody's gonna choose my side for this game, and I'm so happy. Already go ahead.
1: If you're rooting for the Texans, you're insane. I'm. I gotta go Seahawks all the way. I gotta follow my boy AP.
3: What do you think, Rhett? We'll share in the Kool Aid. Let's go Texans. What do you think, Zach? (laughs) (laughs) You know I would love to share the Kool Aid with y'all, but the
0: Texans are just terrible this year. I gotta go Seahawks.
3: Well, and the Seahawks aren't.
0: The Seahawks at least have good names on their team.
3: That doesn't mean anything when they're four and eight.
2: (laughs) That is the stupidest analysis. That is Zach. Zach, look at that. Big can I Ben's
3: have... a big name. How's that going? Oh, they Zach. beat the Ravens last week. Yeah.
1: Zach, that is the stupidest analysis. I don't think. Ever. I don't think the Steelers beat the Ravens. I think the Ravens lost to the Steelers.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's also a stupid I mean, analysis. You still got Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, and and Tyler Lockett. It's just Russell Wilson hasn't been on his I game th- because of his broken finger. And he came Russell back to early. He wasn't on the team. for that. DK Metcalf?
1: Yes. <laughs> Seahawks win this one, but I wanna say Texans because it'd be more fun. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so well, I know you're gonna say Texans, but go
1: No, it's fine.
2: I'll root for the Seahawks. Actually, you no, no, no. It, Rhett, we're Rhett, good things happen when we root together. I I'm I'm rooting for the Texans. Let's go. This uh, the Texans the, the Texans are yeah, yeah. Now we have the Jags and the Titans. Oh, I'll be honest, guys. I don't really know where I, uh, where I stand on this game. So, Artie, talk me one way or the other.
1: All right, I'm going to go with the Titans. I think that Julio is coming back. I think that you still have decent run game there. Your offensive line is good and your defense
3: is good and the Jaguars are terrible. What do you think, Rhett? Derek Henry. Uh, oh, wait, he's out. Uh, AJ Brown. Oh, wait, he's out. Uh, Julio Jones uh, might be back. Adrian Peterson? I oh, know he got cut. They still have Tannehill, right? Yeah, I have to go with the Jags. Yeah, I had it, baby. <laughs> what do you think, Zach?
0: I don't know. You put up a good, uh, a good argument there for the Jags. But I think the Titans will win. But anyways, they can lose or win any game. So who knows what happens here? Will, who you got? Dude, I don't know. I mean... Okay, listen, if the Jags can stop the Bills from
2: scoring a touchdown, I think they can beat the Titans. I'm going with the Jags. I'm sorry, Red. I'm sorry. (laughs) I can't let you do this by yourself. And now we move to to the, the crippled Saints against a healthy version of the sickest team in the league with Zach Wilson at the helm of the New York Jets. Arthur, come on now. Let's do this one together.
1: I'm gonna have to go for the Saints here. What? I think I think Taysom Hill's gonna show up in this game, and I don't think that the Jets. I don't think that the Jets have the weapons that the Cowboys do to make it a different game. I I think
3: that the Saints win this game. What do you think, Rhett? I agree. I think the Saints win this game. I think the Jets are too healthy to be considered the sickest team in football anymore. And uh, what do you think, Zach?
0: Yeah, I got the Saints too. Jets just, they're, they're the worst team in the league. Zach Wilson is going to go throw a couple picks to the Saints. So, Will. Listen, if the Saints
2: can beat the Packers and the Packers can beat the Vikings and then the Vikings can lose to the Lions, transitive property, the Jets can beat the Saints. I'm going with the Jets, Okay. I'm sticking with my Mormon friend Zach Wilson. He's going to pull it out. He's going to do it. I've never doubted BYU BYU kids before. This one's with the Jets. Lions at the Broncos. Arthur, I will be at this game. Tell me, tell me why we trust in Teddy Two Hands, Teddy Two gloves, Excuse me.
1: I trust in Teddy B, and I think the Lions got their one win. Now they can move on and tank the rest of
3: the season. Go Broncos. What do you think, Rhett? think the Lions get the second one of the season. What do you think, Zach? Dude, this... Ugh, it's
0: tough. They're both bad. What? Uh, since I know Will's going to go with Broncos, I'm going to go with Lions. Let's go, Lions. Will? I think I'm going to kill both of you. I think I might do it. I might actually do it. Uh, you know what? No, I won't kill you, but I'll come
2: close. I'll slap you. Now I'm moving on to the Giants at the Chargers. All All righty. <clears throat> Um, yeah, Artie, you can take this one. I don't really care about any of these teams. So, Artie, I know you
1: are kind of high
2: on Justin Herbert.
1: Let me hear it. I, I mean, I like Justin Herbert. He had one of the best rookie seasons ever last year. I like Austin Eckler. I like their receivers. I and mean, the Giants suck. So, go Chargers. What do you think,
3: Rhett? Yeah, I completely agree. Chargers win this game. Herbert, Mike Williams, uh, Austin Eckler. Uh, I'm forgetting their bald wide receiver's name. But, yeah, they win. What do you think, Zach? Chargers got a huge win over
0: the Bengals last week. They're carrying that momentum into this week and going to stomp on the Giants. Will? No, I have to agree, and I'll be honest,
2: this scares me as well. That we're pretty split. But, um, yeah, I think that we're all going to leave the Chargers. It makes sense. Chargers are at home against New York. New York's just not a good football team. Now we go to the 49ers of the Bengals. I believe this is the Sunday night football matchup. Am I correct? This is gonna be this is gonna be a sick game. So we kick it off now. Artie, go ahead and talk about your boy.
1: I think that this is a good game for both teams, but uh, I think Joe Burrow will carry them to victory. I'm going all Bengals, baby. What do you think, Ritt?
3: Completely agree. Bengals win this game. Joe Burrow enjoys a nice cigar after the game. Uh, Artie's fiance has a new picture to love of him. What do you think, Zach?
0: It's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be close. Bengals, I just don't know what's happening. Joe Burrow has thrown he threw two touchdown pass like two touchdown passes per game for his first eight games. And ever since then, he's thrown a total of two touchdown passes since. So I don't know what's happening to him. I'm gonna have to go with the 49ers. Will
2: uh, I I <clears throat> no, I can't abandon my roots. Barnes. Burrow, Bengals, Brave Birds pod. Battlestar Galactica, Bengals take this one. It will be close. I'll admit that. This will be a close game. But the Bengals should take this one. All right. Monday night. WWE Raw. (laughs) We've all been waiting for this. We've got Arthur and the Rams going up against Rhett and the Cardinals. The two men who have been the highest on these two teams Where do we stand and why?
1: The Rams are the best team in football. That's all I got to say. What do you think, Rhett?
3: I think the Cardinals are the best team in football. I think uh, Kyler Murray just destroys your defense. Pretty easy. What do you think, Zach?
0: Yeah, Cardinals are better than Rams. Rams are not the best team. Cardinals win. Will? Cardinals are coming back with a healthy
2: Kyler Murray as well as a healthy D-hop. They already beat the Rams once. In Los Angeles, I'm sorry, Artie, but I think that the Cardinals are going to take this one easily. This will be a good Monday Night Football game, but the Cardinals should still take it. They might, they might win. The Cardinals might win this game by 21
1: points. Definitely not 21, but okay, you can believe. You're right. More like 25. All right, leave whatever you want. I'm still rooting for my boys. Yeah, we know.
3: We've all made bad choices in life. I can't tell you not to do it. (laughs) I've made plenty of bad
1: choices with you guys with me. Rhett. 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 Yes. I'll bet you ten dollars on this
3: game. Straight up let's go. All
0: right. Alright. That does it for the NFL section. And that's gonna end the podcast. Always use protection. Good good episode, guys. Was fun. Um college football is coming to an end. You all heard that we're all picking four teams for the college basketball and we're gonna continue into being big basketball fans so y'all have a good weekend
2: big basketball fans that was the strangest way you could have worded that
3: big oh, yeah. basketball battle big... star galactica breakers pod <laughs> big oh, yeah. Big barns
2: big basketball
3: big basketball
2: oh yeah Such and a i'm
1: a fan, fan of it
2: all right i am a fan